Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. He ko nai purangi tēnei nā te reo irirangi o Aotearoa. Three, two, one. Kia ora, and welcome to Elemental from RNZ, celebrating the International Year of the Periodic Table. I'm Alan Blackman from the Auckland University of Technology. And I'm Alison Balance. And in episode 82, we are venturing down another obscure chemical alleyway, <laughs> tellurium. Yet another moment when I have to hide my chemical embarrassment and admit I've never ever heard of this element. (laughs) Okay, well, that's what Elemental's all about. Okay. So tellurium, that was named from the Latin tellus, meaning earth. And more vital statistics, elemental symbol TE and atomic number 52. So that puts it over to the right-hand side of the periodic table towards the bottomish. What's the story of tellurium? Kind of interesting, this one, certainly if you're a chemist. So tellurium is one of the very few elements, and the other ones are argon, potassium, cobalt, and nickel, that actually violates the original ordering principle of the periodic table. Which, if I think I understand you correctly, means that Mendeley have got it in the wrong place? No, he didn't. He got oh. it. He got it in the right place, but for the wrong. Well, <laughs> for the right and wrong reasons, I oh, guess. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, 150 years ago, Mendeleev arranged the known chemical elements both on the basis of their chemical similarities and their atomic weights. We haven't and done atomic weights, so we've done atomic numbers. We have. So we'd better talk a little bit about atomic weight, just so the listeners know to what we are referring here. So. The atomic weight of tellurium is 127.6, and that may or may not have units depending on whether you're using it as a relative scale, but that is by the by. So what is it? Atomic weight, as the name suggests, is at its very, very simplest the weight of one atom of the particular element in question. And this atomic weight arises from the sums of the masses of the protons and the neutrons in the atomic nucleus, okay? And we arbitrarily assign them a weight of around about one, give or take. We don't have to worry too much about the electrons because they are much, much lighter than either the protons and the neutrons, and they contribute only very negligibly. It arises from the weights of the atomic nucleus and also the abundances of each isotope of the element. That also comes into play as well. So roughly speaking, we would say that hydrogen has an atomic weight of round about one because it's just got the one proton in the nucleus. Helium has got an atomic weight of around about four because it's got two protons and two neutrons in the nucleus. Lithium's around about seven. Carbon's around about 12, etc., 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 etc. So Mendeleev's original ordering of the periodic table had tellurium coming before iodine, 
even though the atomic weight of tellurium was at the time thought to be 128 and iodine 127. So really, iodine should have come before tellurium, but Mendeleev swapped them around because he thought that the atomic weight of tellurium had to be an error, and he confidently placed tellurium, therefore, in the modern-day group 16, beneath oxygen and sulfur and selenium, and he actually stated that, quote, tellurium cannot have the atomic weight 128, but rather 123 to 126. And everyone was happy uh, for the next sort of 40 or so years, but it was only with the discovery of the proton and the neutron many years later, in fact, after Mendeleev's death, that the fundamental ordering principle of the periodic table was shown, in fact, to be the number of protons in the nucleus, or, as we call it, the atomic number. So it's not the atomic weight that does mirror the atomic number most of the time, but, in fact, the way in which the periodic table is, in fact, ordered is all to do with the atomic number and not the atomic weight. So there you go. There's a first-year chemistry lesson for you all. Well, I'm very glad to hear that in this case the simple answer is the correct one because that makes my life much easier. Uh, Tellurium, what's a memorable feature of it? Well, tellurium compounds are absolutely notorious for their nasty and persistent smell. Um, They've actually done experiments on this, and so apparently 1515 milligrams of tellurium dioxide, TeO2, taken orally was still detectable as quote-unquote tellurium breath eight months later. (laughs) And tellurium breath apparently smells like really bad garlic owing to the production of a molecule called dimethyl tellurium. Hmm, so the smell of bad garlic breath is different from the sulfurous (laughs) Allison smell of fresh garlic that we've had recently then. And maybe we were a bit premature to call sulfur the king of bad smells. So um, what's it good for apart from halitosis? sitting where it does on the periodic table on the right-hand side, sort of down the bottom-ish, as I said, that makes tellurium a metalloid. And so that means that it finds use in semiconductors. And in fact, cadmium telluride, CDTE, is one of the most efficient materials for uses in solar cells. So it's currently the second most used behind silicon, but apparently with only 5% of the market at present, although that is surely due to rise, I think. So that is going to be a potentially very big market for the element in the future. And uh, tellurium also finds use in things like rewritable CDs, DVDs and Blu-rays. And bismuth telluride is uh, used in thermoelectric cooling devices. These are really nifty little things that uh, have got no moving parts and they don't use a circulating coolant. Never heard of them. (laughs) Not surprising. Is it famous for anything? Yeah, apart from its smell. It's pretty memorable. Yeah, apparently. I I can't say I've ever smelled it. I must go back to the lab and dig some out. No, don't. Don't. (laughs) (laughs) Really don't. Uh, Famous. Well, okay, so the half-life of the radioactive tellurium-128 isotope is a mere 2.2 times 10 to the power of 24 years. And zero, zero, the, zero, 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 yeah, and so yeah, on. Indeed, indeed. And that's the longest known of any isotope. And just to put that in context, the half-life of this isotope is over 160 trillion times greater than the age of the universe. That's a long, long, <laughs> long, long, yes. long half-life. And if you were to take one gram of this particular isotope and monitor it for its radioactive decay, you'd be waiting for a while because on average 
you would only have one decay every 674 years. You could wait around <laughs> quite a long time then. Hey, Indeed. it's grandly named after the Earth, but I wonder, is it associated with any particular place? Sort of, kind of. So in nature, tellurium has a particular affinity for gold. In fact, the most commonly found gold-containing minerals are gold tellurides. Now, remember that gold's a noble metal, so it doesn't really react with many other elements. So tellurium is one of the very few. And uh, tellurium was discovered in 1782 by the Austrian mineralogist Franz Josef Müller von Reichenstein. You enjoyed that, didn't you? (laughs) (laughs) That was my high school German coming out there. (laughs) Jawohl. And he discovered that in gold taken from a mine in Hungary. So the discovery of gold in southwestern Colorado in 1875 led to the establishment of a new town, which was originally called Columbia, but there were other Columbias in the state, so that caused confusion. And so uh, the name of the town was then changed to Telluride. Well, well, well. (laughs) That's a name I associate with skiing, not with a chemical element. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that. The things I'm learning on this podcast, which is Elemental from RNZ. Available at rnz.co.nz slash chemistry. While you're there, why not check out some of RNZ's other award-winning podcasts? There is a great and growing range of them. And Elemental and all the other RNZ podcasts are also on most podcast apps. Search for RNZ and see what you come up with. And we are back next time with Terbium. But until then, it's bye from me, Alan Blackman. And me, Alison Balance. Matewa. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.